Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. It's highly likely that President Biden's wealth tax proposal will run into significant opposition. Not just from the expected sources, but from small business owners. So why would people who won't be taxed oppose uh, rate hikes on their competition? Uh, we should look at history and revisit uh, some comments that we, we played yesterday from Kevin O'Leary, Mr. Wonderful, of course, wealthy businessman and co-host of the Shark Tank. Uh, he talked to CNBC yesterday about it. And again, we're going, <clears throat> excuse me, we are going into political season. And the, the president clearly made a political pivot yesterday in unveiling uh, his budget outline and values. Um, really focused on this idea of pay your fair share, which he whispered very quietly into the microphone, which was an interesting maneuver. Um, always makes you a little nervous uh, when the president leans in and whispers something when it's about taxing you. Uh, it, so let's dive into this just a little bit in terms of what that actually means in terms of this wealth tax. If you missed the last segment that we had talking about, what it would actually do, especially this unrealized capital gain taxes, uh, of things that you you haven't sold. So if your house goes up in value, do you have to immediately pay tax on that, even if you don't sell it? Uh, I think that is highly problematic uh, because it, it actually discourages the right kind of behavior. Uh, if we want to value prudence and planning for the long haul, uh, taxing the unrealized capital gains uh, is is not great strategy. Uh, but I want to dig into this a little bit from uh, Mr. Wonderful, because anytime you can say Mr. Wonderful on radio, that's that's a win. Uh, Kevin O'Leary, of course, from ABC Shark Tank, appeared on uh, CNBC Squawk Box yesterday, just as these were being released. And he responded to President Biden's billionaire tax proposal in kind of an interesting way. Let's ask ourselves a question uh, about policy. And, and simply this. If you take the 400 people this is really going to affect, they're some of the most extraordinary individuals that have ever created businesses in America. Elon Musk and Amazon Outcome and everything else. There's thousands and thousands of jobs that have been created, billions in taxes have been paid. But here's the fundamental issue. If you want to take Elon Musk money from him while he's alive, because remember, we're getting it from when he's dead. Your state tax is going to clean him out when he's dead. But why take his money now when he's creating all these jobs and all this innovation? Maybe you like him, maybe you don't like him. But the facts are this. He took the excess capital from creating a brand new industry, electric cars, and went into space in a way that the government never could. He beat them at their own game. We need people like that. 
Kevin went on to say that uh, this is not good policy because it forces entrepreneurs, whether that's Elon Musk or others, uh, to take even bigger risks in a really different way. If Elon Musk wants to borrow against his stock and it collapses for whatever reason, and there's many times in the stock market and in history where great companies hit a road bump and the stock gets cut in half, AMC, if you borrowed money against that, you would have a margin call and you'd be wiped out. He's taking huge risks. That is not good policy. Uh, Kevin also said this billionaire tax is really just not American. I love entrepreneurship. I'm good with the jobs created by Elon Musk and the tax he's paid. I mean, he's the poster boy for this nightmarish policy. My point is, this is not what created America. This is not why I came as an immigrant to America. I wanted a big market, access to capital, and to create a business. I was very fortunate, and I've paid a lot of money in taxes, and I'm okay with it. But this is attacking them for their success. It's un-American. Finally, Kevin uh, talked about the upcoming midterms, and he said, while this does sound good at the high level, he thinks this will actually hurt President Biden in the midterm elections. And I predict this, not that I want to get into politics, Biden is going to get decimated in the midterms. Even his own party, the, the, the entrepreneurs in his own party, and I've talked to 30 plus of my CEOs, think this idea is insane. As only Mr. Wonderful could declare it, uh, the, the policy is insane. So let's let's look at it historically. Let's just take a step back now. We know what the rhetoric is. We know what the commentary is. Uh, and now let's look at it from a, a historic standpoint and why people get a little bit skeptical about a wealth tax. So, of course, the income tax was supposed to be a 7% levy on the top earners in the country that would pay for everything that we needed. Uh, now everyone who pays uh, usually pays way more than 7%. Uh, when wealth taxes are enacted, the rich tend to dump their money in assets that are hard to value, making it easy for them to just kind of skirt the system. Uh, you may remember last year NPR uh, talked about this idea. Progressives want a wealth tax f- for the super rich, but here's why it's so hard to pull off. Uh, and this is already the problem. We're already seeing eye rolls and uh, heels dug in by Senator Joe Manchin, Democrat from West Virginia. A vote that Democrats have to have if they're going to pass this kind of proposal for the president. Uh, Joe Manchin said, I don't like the connotation that we're targeting different people. That's also a constitutional issue when you're targeting. Uh, Joe Manchin told reporters that the, the billionaire's tax, uh, that it has to be something different, that we have to have more opportunities to pull together. Manchin, you may remember from last year, opposed the proposal by Senator Ron Wyden, Democrat from Oregon, uh, also said the super rich shouldn't be vilified when they create a lot of jobs and a lot of money. Uh, and they also give a lot to philanthropic pursuits. So that's still going to be a battle for the president is not just to sell it to all the American people, but to sell it to his own party uh, is still going to be challenging. Uh, you may remember also from last year that Elon Musk uh, objected on Twitter. He and Senator Wyden went back and forth uh, looking at, you know, who's who's really uh, moving the country forward. I, I believe Elon Musk uh, uh, tweeted at Wyden, you know, eventually... Uh, they run out of other people's money and then they come after you. So he was sort of warning the rest of the American people that, hey, if they can do this to the super rich, they can also do it to anybody. And and that that is typically what happens when government doesn't matter if it's run by Republicans or Democrats or independents for that matter. Uh, when they run up big deficits, eventually someone's got to pay. And uh, if they don't, then we end up with 
things like we have now. Uh, incredible inflation uh, that is hurting the poor and the most vulnerable among us the most. And uh, unless we're willing to change the policy and, and change the spending patterns, then we're going to keep seeing this play over and over again. Uh, mentioned at the top of this segment that it's not just the uber wealthy businesses that are going to be worried about this. It's small to medium sized businesses that are going to be very worried about these kinds of taxes, especially this idea of having to prepay or to pay taxes on unrealized capital gains. Uh, just because you buy a piece of equipment for your business uh, and then suddenly it, it has a more value. Uh, if you've got to pay on that, that changes the dynamics. It changes the planning, the certainty, the investment. Do you invest in more employees, create more jobs? Do you do more innovation and research? Uh, what do you do? Uh, all of those things drive real financial decision for business owners, especially for small business owners. And so looking at it and going through, again, it sounds good as a as a bumper sticker, as a campaign slogan. Uh, but again, it it has to get to the practicality of, one, can it be done? I, I question uh, the constitutionality of it. I'm not sure it passes muster there. It's clearly targeting uh, a specific group. It is also a bit of taxation without representation because they're they're really not listening to that group. Uh, and then you just have to look at it in terms of dollars and cents, and, and does it make sense? Uh, people who are creating jobs, uh, that's a that's a different animal. And so what do you incentivize? Do you incentivize those that are creating jobs and helping the economy grow, or do you penalize them? If you penalize them, guess what? Fewer jobs get created. And so you have to think all the way through to the end of the row on a lot of these policy things. Uh, the politics and the language of how they're described or how they're framed. And again, not just poking at the president on this. Uh, both sides for a long time have been playing this game and, and what they're trying to sell. And most of it isn't worth buying uh, because it's not reality. It's just politics. And we have to get to a different kind of discussion. So, yeah, we can talk about income. We can talk about what the... Uh, government can raise through taxes. Uh, I still wish we would all get an itemized statement at the end of the year before we pay our taxes to tell us where the taxes we paid from the previous year got spent. I think it would change our behavior as citizens and as voters to say, oh, well, yeah, you paid this tax and uh, it went to uh, this program that didn't do anything uh, or this little pet project from uh, some member of com uh, Congress. So we have to really find it out and we have to see where where is it really going? Where does it really lead? And are we just trying to get more money so we can spend more money in Congress? Because uh, that doesn't add up in any way, shape or form. All right. We'll step aside for bottom of the hour news. Much more to come on Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. Stay with us. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.